Hello, my name's Gregory Wilker. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Live with Greg. Today is November 17th, 2019, and last night I learned that my podcast had way exceeded the resources I have to keep it alive as a video podcast. So I am actively working to move it to an audio podcast. The video is still available on my website, gregorywoker.com, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Live with Greg. Thanks for your support. Okay, here we are with Gregory Wilker, live with Greg, and live with Greg. You decide. For an encore interview. So, Greg, I asked you if you had ever been interviewed for your sessions, and you said no. So here we are. And everyone has a story you're telling me. And that's your intention, <laughs> to bring that to the surface. So what is your story? <laughs> what is my story? Um, I was born with a plastic spoon in my mouth. I'm a substitute for, I don't know. I honestly don't know my story. You know, like I know some facts that can be researched and supported. Like when I was born, who I was born to, where I was born. But what is my story? I don't know. I really want people to be happy and entertained. And do you feel there were seeds in the timeline of your life that brought you to that point and it was always that way? Like you wanted to help people be happy and you wanted to be happy? And I can remember one seed when I was in kindergarten and there was a young boy in class that seemed very troubled. And I remember going back home and telling my mom about him and she said, well, maybe you would like a gift or something, you know, maybe a friend or something. And I remember making a dinosaur book for him because I was totally into dinosaurs. Mm. But I still had that book. Like when I was going through stuff in my 20s that my mom had given me. So that book didn't be, wasn't kept by him if he ever did get it. You gave him a gift of friendship. Maybe. Sounds like. I don't know. I don't think we were friends. I think he was... There was something going on in that young man's life. Maybe that there was some mirror-like aspect. Maybe it was me. I met me, is that what you're saying? Like, it was really me that was troubled, and I'm going home, there's a boy, but it's really me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're mirrors for all... Other people, you know, and they are for us, so. Absolutely. So kindergarten, and then? 
on the course of entertainment and happiness, the entertainment industry, the next scene that I know of very strongly is when I saw Outlaw Josie Wales. Rode my bike to go see it with a friend, I think, and then I came home and I was by myself and I remember playing the role like I was Outlaw Josie Wales, but I was playing the role of someone who's acting in the movie. <laughs> you know, like I was pretending I was the hired actor in the movie <laughs> playing Outlaw Josie Wales. So there it began. Maybe, yeah. I remember doing performances before that with my brother and sister. We, I, I, my mom and dad would have friends over and us kids would put on this little show for them. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Were you directing at that point? Yeah, I think so. So you sprung from the womb and pretty much you started directing, it sounds like. I started performing and that, you know, like entertainment was hmm. was there. Were you cl- the class clown? School was kind of a problem. Yeah, I don't know how present I was in school. I can think of one class clown thing, but that was like, like, yeah, that was just madness. You rebelling? Me falling apart is what comes to mind. Me, yeah, like, you know, like what I say to people often is the wheels were coming off the bus. Oh. Middle of eighth grade. Interesting, the film that you'll be directing has a bus in it. An RV. <laughs> I'm not directing it. Oh, okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm a producer. And you're a comedian. It's been a while. I don't think I could really say I'm a comedian. Not a stand-up comic, because it's been over a year. Is it in your blood, or? I love it. Yeah, it's in my blood. But I don't know, like, that's the thing. If, um, it's a great philosophical, you know, like a great truth question. I could say to you, pastries are in my blood. Like, I just want to make great pastries. And if I never touched that my whole life, well, was it really in my blood or was it in my imagining? It sounds like a desire. Um, And if you're a comic and you have a sense of humor, does it get turned off? I mean... I could have a sense of humor and be a funny person at times, but a stand-up comic is a job. It is a, it is a discipline, and I don't think anyone can say they're a stand-up comic if they're not actively disciplined in it. 
I think someone like Eddie Murphy, who proved his salt, could say, I'm a retired stand-up comic. I couldn't say that. I could. I made $40 before I retired one year. <laughs> and I have done stand-up comedy. Yes. And that is comedy. one form of your expression. And isn't it a lot of what gets us through the day-to-day turmoils and ups and downs? Like, um, oh, I can turn this around to something bright, or what am I learning from that? Or... You have a skill to make people laugh. And even if it comes from a deep place... I was working on a skill. I just started scratching the surface of that work. It was an exploration. So what really matters to you now? Just a light question. What's always mattered to me? Peace and happiness. And do you have a formula for getting there on a day-to-day basis? <coughs> no. I'm going to cry now. I think it's very challenged right yeah. now. It's still an exploration. And there's peace and silence. Yes, there and is. And in friendship. Yeah. So you started Live With Greg. Yeah. And that was how long ago? Four years ago, March 11th. And what blossomed within to say, oh, we need to do this? Um, I wanted to learn the discipline of a scheduled show and uh, of keeping a schedule regardless of all else. So you started with a friend. Right. And and I had wanted a podcast for a while and the technology has been around and I also kind of wanted to learn about the technology and what it took to put a podcast out to the world so I started with Chris Furby and we did this thing that seemed kind of funny to us both and then it got a pretty good reaction so I was like oh well, let's make that episode one and how did it evolve? How did it evolve? Mm-hmm. 
just kept going just kept asking people like yourself like hey are you willing to do this and I think there's one episode where I'm waiting for a friend who didn't show up so that became the episode and that's was kind of part of it like sometimes I shit I'm really busy this isn't the proper time for me to do this but it's scheduled so how am I going to do this sort of getting a taste of what I believe network television an element of that whole mm. process of um, Wednesday night 8.30 this show's going to go on so what do you got to do to get there and how did you go from there to producing a film luck and persistence and the grace of a friend who also shared the vision and had the screenplays that's part of what attracted me to working with him is there's a bunch of stories to be told so by grace we have the opportunity to tell these stories I think they're good stories and I'll be working in an industry that I believe I come alive in and you worked on the money tree worked on the money tree and that gave you some experience yeah And where are we going from here? Like who, who's on our list of who do I want to interview next? <laughs> well, there's a acquaintance. It's always weird for me, like friend, acquaintance. I don't know. How often do you have to see someone to call them a friend? I'd say friend. I don't know if they'd say friend. Who's a doctor and he deals with pain. So he said he'd be willing to do this and explore mm. essences of pain. And what is pain? Mm. The realm of pain. And there's another friend who's been doing Tai Chi for many years. And she's embarking on, a, I think, a documentary and a book about her path and journey mm. in Tai Chi. So I thought maybe she'd be interested in doing this. But that's the thing with, like, the, yeah, you ask someone, hey, are you willing to do this? And there's an element of, um, resistance and to find balance with, like, well, how much do I want to push this? through resistance and some people like they they resist it a lot but they're really grateful they did it it's like oh my god I'm so glad I did that and and so to so that's part of like with for myself this thing of peace and happiness I know for myself there's times where I am resisting that which is beneficial to hmm. me and to the vision I have of what I want to be and the life I want to live And it sounds like the people you're interviewing can also bring peace and happiness to others. And we all can do that. Well, 
I don't know. Because, yes, we can bring it to others. Whether others are going to accept what's brought is up to the individual it's brought to. Well, if you think about, okay, the exploration of pain, then you can have some self-examination and release it to move into the peace and happiness as you can with exercise and movement and breath and even saying yes to being in a vulnerable place and being interviewed um, because you go inside and think well what am I saying what's my message what is my purpose so and I imagine you do that a little bit each time when you interview someone well what's my story and you've changed all along the way. Like if you look at who was Greg with the first one, and here we are four years later, there's an evolution. It sounds like there's more content. Is that true? Or? To what these are? Mm -hmm. To live with Greg? suppose it's moved into a place of me seeking out more people that I'm like oh I want to know about that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of at the beginning it was just sort of random like oh I just need to get someone <laughs> need to get this <laughs> scheduled yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because it's a commitment to yourself so you're stretching your boundary. Oh, I said I'd do this. Oh, and it's time. Um, I better schedule that. Yeah, what's kind of scary in that is I've created like a, my own Frankenstein. <laughs> because I should be able to go, okay, I'm done. I don't need to do another season. Mm -hmm. But like with season four, I was like, nope, it's time Time to wrap up the machine, get back to work on this. And it, and it wasn't necessarily, or let me say, there's an element of shadow in the choice, a fear of letting it go. Mm -hmm. For me, there's like an element, and I think that's a part of me that's hard in life, is goodbyes and endings and um, letting go. Well, you have a gratitude blog, and people would wonder, you know, like, well, where'd he go? Did he fall off the face of the earth? And you always have some little blip of music that keeps us going all day long. <laughs> like a little earworm. Oh, yeah, thanks to Greg. <laughs> I have gratitude for Greg. <laughs> no, it's great. I was telling other people, hey, this is good. You're writing a book and you do music, put them together in your blog, my friend is that. No, see, you're an inspiration. You're again bringing more peace and happiness to others, but leading by example. That's what I find fascinating in life is I think we are so ignorant of just how powerful and far-fetching our actions are. 
I thought it was fascinating when you said, oh, there was so much silence in this video that we did and people were filling in the blanks and it was so poignant for a lot of people. So it becomes an inner exploration. Just like it is for you, again. And that's life. Isn't life an inner exploration? It pretty much is. I don't think we have a choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So you went from there, you're here. Where to next? Besides the videotaping and the film. What's a passion that you want to surface? And Well, I'd like another partner in life, like another me, another intimate relationship. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for that, really, and I don't know if I'll ever be ready or if anyone is ever ready, so... It seems like part of that intimate relationship is a moving to readiness. Like hopefully we partner up with someone who supports and helps us on our individual path to that inner journey of knowledge of divinity within one's being. And we don't even have to get real like religious or, you know, it's just being in touch with that which excites and nurtures and brings peace. And you've sent that out into the universe so we can attach heart beams. (laughs) You know, how many times do we have friends that become lovers? Because it's, again, that mutual enjoyment of that exploration of commonality. What? You? Your message is peace and joy? Check, check. That's my message. Hi. Right. So far in my life, sexuality seems to ruin friendships Mm. and everyone that I have spoken with There's an element of grind that comes into a relationship of um, what's the word when you're not going to sleep with anyone else? It's a monogamous relationship that's sexual also. And that's ongoing. And it seems like you know, the romance and the love that was initially there gets ground down to zilch. Being a platonic relationship. Right. 
and not a healthy platonic, not mm-hmm. one of choice, like, hey, yeah, this is for the best. It's more like it just gets ground down to nothing. So, so you said, and what this is coming from is you said how there could be two friends, like, yeah, we're exploring life, and check, check, let's explore this together, too. And you hear people say, like I've had women say to me, like I would, except I think it would ruin our friendship. Yeah, probably would, (laughs) in my experience. (laughs) (laughs) If I put me in you and let you on me, we'll probably fuck things up (laughs) in all sorts of ways. And we grow apart. Well, I don't know about the like all things in life and here's again like I know for this movie like um, part of me not just jumping out of my chair for joy and being a part of a movie not just a minor part like a you know producer is there are some insurmountable challenges in this that need to be surmounted for the success of it. So when I say insurmountable, that's more of to give intellect and emotion to the challenge and recognizing it for what it is and meeting it for what it is. It's like people who write, I don't know if I'm, when I watch people, interviews with people who ride giant waves like Mavericks and Jaws mm-hmm. and you know these ginormous waves, I think their ability to ride them is because they meet the wave in the ocean for what it really is. They're not, it's not a fantasy, it's like you know, and there's an element like they. There's even a movie coming out, Band of Brothers, and 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 we know people who are together in at times of like trial and fire and challenge and come through together. There's a bond that's created, and that to me is the 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 gem. It's like the diamond that's created from the coal of an intimate relationship Mm -hmm. that if you let it just sit as coal, that's what it is. But if you both can go through the fires that Mm -hmm. are going to come, Mm -hmm. you create a diamond together. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that all came from. And with the filmmaking process. That's what I understood because you were talking about absolutely. the film and the relationship. Right, absolutely. Like there's. Right. And putting everything into it and being present and meaning it for what it is. Right. And you can, if it's a relationship, you can both be on that path, but there may be a level of growth that happens and there's a divergence because someone may not be strong enough for it. Or it's opening up something else that is um, another place to meet another wave. Like, right. And it's not for me to determine that for another. I can only know it for myself. And it may be an emotional wave, and it may be a certain diamond that's created with other 
impetus and other input and other pressure and elements um, to make something superlative. <laughs> it could just be a pile of ash and no phoenix ever <laughs> rises out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Or this film gives you that much knowledge for doing something greater in the future even I don't know to do that to me like just takes away this film it's got to be successful mm -hmm. you know I just don't want to operate with it's failure no, and, mm -hmm. knowing in life things fail and if you're all coming together and you're all meeting that wave Maybe you're recording make. something incredible yeah mm -hmm. and I think the people involved are wanting to ride that big wave even though like the budget of it is not big wave riding but the magic happens when hearts come together. Amen. Mm -hmm. And it's being supported by others. So that's one of the next waves coming out the other side emotionally for what's going on and preparing for a number of people working together and living together for a while. Sounds like. You learn a lot in community. Maybe that's another level of peace and happiness for you. Because you're sort of tying it all together. You're weaving it all, you know? We'll see at the end what the tapestry is. And they're holding the vision. <laughs> I just want to say to my children, uh, utmost importance to me and everything new coming through my life I hold and you know does this support my children does it have potential to support my children so any person any change in life and I think right now my life's pretty precarious in many ways so it seems to be settling down a bit but this last week I was like hmm homelessness that might be what's happening and luckily it isn't but you know part of my looking at that is like okay how's that going to affect my children mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah And it's a time to reach out, and it's okay. 
you have a lot of friends you've gathered. A lot. I mean, I've seen 60 plus in the room that are your friends. And when you think about how many hundreds of people that they might know, there's probably someone in the loop. And it's a big step putting the word out there for whatever it might be that we need to get that peace and happiness. I have faith in you. You can do it. Yeah, and I don't think you can stop these because we all want to know what it's like to live with Greg. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think we really do. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right, but that means you got to give the okay for yours. you got to give the yes. green light. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be jammed. But no pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Anything else you want to bring up here? I very much appreciate you turning the tables. It's very kind. Thank you. What are friends for? Uh, Ask difficult questions and to be there and ask what you need. Okay. Blessings on the rest of the journey. And I know it will support all connected your heart. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessings to you too in your journey. <laughs>